and we are rolling. So uh, thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and this is a broad madness. So today we have another guest from Germany. I have a lot of German friends. Oh, you, you, Marika, you can talk. That's true. Yeah. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You have your podcast voice on. I can tell. I have my sweet, <laughs> charming voice on, and everybody else can who knows me can tell. Uh, this is not who I really am. <laughs> persuade everyone to like me. Yeah. But it's gonna be like, oh wow, what a nice girl. <laughs> exactly. Until they meet me. No, because uh, I mean you. I think are the second or third person that's actually asked me, "Can I swear on the podcast?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> it's so, essential. It's essential. It's, it's essential. essential." Wait, did did you remember how you first swore? Like ever? Mm, mm, swore? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, of course not. But oh. in Germany, swearing is super normal. You can even uh, swear on national TV. No, so it's just super normal. So it's not never the taboo. Attached with it. No, but then when you were a kid, you know, your parents will be like, "Oh, don't, like, you know, don't swear." Don't they say that? I, 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 they probably said that, but then again, my parents are very. uh, They probably swore. Yeah. Themselves, and then told you you shouldn't swear, and then in second, second, second sentence, they said they would swear. (laughs) Just like for Isla. I think like for me. I don't know that. I still remember when I first swore. I think this was back in secondary school, like uh, middle school, middle uh, high, middle school, middle school. Yeah. yeah, middle school. So like the first year of mm-hmm. middle school, like yo, know, when I recently just graduated from primary school. So there was this one like group of people. They were kind of like a little bit annoying, and yeah, you know, I was a, a very good good teacher like kid. You know, mm-hmm. I, I listen to what my mom says. I'm a mama's boy. So, <laughs> you know, everyone's like kind of teasing me for it. And then I said like kind of like the equivalent of like uh, fuck you or something. And then mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, wow. you oh, He swore. Like, I mean, everyone That's else at that ass. time, everyone else at that time was already swearing. But, you know, like they kind of didn't <laughs> expect me to swore, like, you know, to yeah. swear. So they were like, oh. and I was like, I felt really badass. <laughs> <laughs> How innocent! <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Like I, I felt really badass for just that. But then I started swearing in middle school, and then I didn't know that swearing actually was a stressfully releasing activity for me. It is. It 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 generally is, isn't it? Stressfully, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know when I was like you know in middle school. So when I was going to school, I feel more relaxed. But then like when the holidays come, I I don't swear like in my house. I don't swear so. When I go to school, I swear. When I don't, I come home, I don't swear. So when the, during the vacation, during like holidays, I only stay at my house like all the time. So I got more stress. <laughs> I got really, really mm. stressed and like anger piled up. You know, like anger issues when you were a teenager. You have to watch. Yeah, you have to watch yourself constantly. To, like mm. not swear. To be yeah. Like it's really easy for me because I don't know why it's easy. I guess there was no stress releasing situation at all, so I just ended up getting a lot of like anger issues. After that, I went to school and I found me being more relaxed, and I was like, oh, maybe swearing is actually one of my uh, ways of stress releasing. Mm. Do you still not swear in front of your parents? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, I'm doubt. Still right that now. little boy. My dad say tells me like, "Oh, I'm just a little son that can never grow old." I'm like, "Okay, sure, oh. whatever you say." 
<laughs> at this point, it's probably a little embarrassing when you're a grown-up man. It's like, what a little boy. It's kind of sweet. It's still sweet. Yeah. But then yeah. when he's sending you off and he's treating you like kind of like you're five, it, it gets a little bit annoying. <laughs> I guess maybe that's the Asian parenting style too. Or is it? I can yeah. definitely tell where... I mean, they were the one who saw me when I was a kid, right? You know, your parents mm-hmm. saw you when you were you were a kid. So sometimes they do actually think, oh yeah, like, you know, it's been 18 years, been really long. But then sometimes to them, 18 years doesn't feel that long. Especially, you know, right now, we're like, you know, you're working and me, we're working. Mm-hmm. Like time flies, right? Yeah, because you always do the same thing. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. So I think for them, sometimes they just don't realize how quickly their children grew and anyway like i got really sidetracked <laughs> we we're supposed to do the introduction like introduce yourself like where you're from i mean i did say it, but you know where you're from your name uh are you currently a student or are you currently a working person or and also mm-hmm. what did you study when you were in university or you know when you studied my name is mareike i'm from germany and i am going to be a future PhD student at Melbourne in Ooh. Australia. Yes. And um, I study geoscience, actually. But my uh, major, I guess, is more like geochemistry and mineralogy, which is exactly what I will be doing mm-hmm. while I am doing my PhD. That's about it, mm-hmm. about my studies. Like a few episodes back, we had like, you know, Silpa, like a like mm-hmm. I, she studies rocks <laughs> like that's exactly yeah, she, what she said she studies the same th- thing yeah basically we study rocks but mm-hmm. more importantly we also study minerals and i at least i focus a lot on specific kind of minerals that make up a specific kind of rock but uh, as always in science you're you're studying su- such a niche <laughs> subject that it's really hard to explain when there's not like total outsiders listening Right, yeah, like, you but, know, it's pretty hard. Yeah. It's like, you know, when yeah. people ask me, oh, how do you differentiate like this architecture and that architecture? How is it different? How is it better? How is it good? I'm like, a nice question. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good question. I don't know how to answer that, but yeah. Yeah. And especially because geoscience is not a very popular science. Exactly, science. Yeah. In Germany, like physics and chemistry are very, way more popular and better known actually it's especially hard because people don't even know that like the basics of geoscience that you get taught at first semester so Mm -hmm. it's it it can be really hard for example rocks are made of minerals different Mm -hmm. kind of minerals that distinguish them from each other so it's very important to study these minerals to to kind of learn how these rocks formed and uh, how they formed and um, what what special properties they have. Yeah, yeah. Why is it important to know how they form? I guess for the understanding of Earth. That's why I I also chose to study geoscience. Mm-hmm. It's not the best science to get a job later, at least not in Germany. <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but at least not in Germany because there aren't that many jobs in like, mineral resources anymore. Or mm. It's more like pollution <laughs> and all that you could go into. Uh... Yeah, earth sciences, geosciences. Yeah, it's not the most applicable kind of study, mm-hmm. but I, I just love to understand the earth. And geoscience is a very connecting 
science too because there's all kinds of parts of science for instance like physics is very important chemistry is very important as i said you can even put biology in it because paleontology is a part of a geoscience too it's oh, just okay. uh, yeah like fossils and stuff like that oh, yeah. and yeah it's all just very interconnected studies and mm-hmm. yeah i just love how how it all like comes together in geoscience and just like understanding how the how earth works and understanding the system and yeah because i love nature <laughs> oh, yeah, you do you do you do i i love yeah i really like it because I really, uh, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can only you know play off of what you just told me is uh, what Silpa told like told me in the few episodes back. It's she said that studying geology or studying minerals because mm-hmm. everything grows from the earth, right? It does. It's all based on it. Everything that yeah. you do is based on on geology and how the earth is functioning. Yeah. Like from earth, it leads to the food that you like. Not like yes, we we say like you know for. I guess people who to understand for people like me to understand it easily, you just say, "Oh, we mm-hmm. study rocks," but it's also like I think Silpa said, like you study how the earth exactly what you just said, how the earth functions, like mm-hmm. the minerals, like you know what goes into our food, what is like how everything works. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, when put it in put in that perspective, but then when you just yeah. like you know start with, "Oh yeah, I study rocks," and everyone's just like, "Uh huh." <laughs> How boring. I wouldn't how say boring. how boring because I've seen a lot of pretty rocks. Yeah, that's, yeah, they're pretty. You've so, shown me some it's of depending your... Depending on where you are, yeah. You but, also yeah, showed me some like really, really nice looking rocks. And I'm like, ooh, rocks. But then it's like, you know, when you think about rocks and you think about pretty rocks, you just kind of, it feels like you just shut down all of your brain and you just like open this really five-year-old brain of yours. And it's like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in geoscience, mm-hmm. the the why is the most important. Like, why is why is this? Or in in science in general. Yeah, in science but in I, general. But I also, academia. I also, yeah, I also remember that it is or was a discussion among my um, co-students or classmates mm-hmm. once at least, and also together with a professor because, as geoscience itself doesn't really have an application, like you would have in chemistry. It's like, yeah, I do this for to get like this substance or to get like this chemical that I can use for this and this, or like in physics, I use this for laser applications or whatever. And in geoscience, like, what do I use this knowledge for? And uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that kind of plays into into your question too. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it's the, the, the basic understanding of Earth and, and how, how the system works. I think the next question would be like, how did you manage to get yourself into this? As you said, it's not a like the most popular niche. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, pretty unknown, as you also said. So how did you even manage to find it and also thought about like you're enjoying this? Because, you know, I, one of the things that I always am interested in how people chose their like major. <laughs> yeah. I chose my major because of this like one little thing my mom said. Again, mama's boy. <laughs> How did you yeah, do it? I have to be honest. I chose my major because I watched a lot of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Not even a lot. I don't even say a lot, but mm-hmm. I enjoy just documentaries about nature. Natural and geography. I used to, yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of. And I know I used to watch these documentaries about volcanoes. 
and was so fascinated by it. And I thought, wow, cool. What could I do with this, this kind of thing? And I actually first, I didn't study geoscience, but I did study geophysics for about a year. But I thought I was going to like it, like earthquakes and oh, okay. stuff like that, because I was also very interested in natural disasters. But then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I switched, but I switched to geoscience because mm -hmm. I was still very interested in, uh, in anything earth related. I gotta be honest, I didn't really think about my major that oh. much after after I finished school. I'm pretty carefree on that part, too. Oh, okay. I guess I just really do what I think right at the moment mm. and not really think about what I'm going to do in 10 years or something. So because that's very like, what are you going to do in 10 years? It's a very general question. Probably no one can answer. Right. 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 I have like a, mm. a, like a lot of questions just from like what you just said, but. Let's just start from what is the difference of geophysics and geoscience? Geophysics is a part of geoscience. Oh, wait, you, you, would... but then you're studying I, geoscience, right? Yeah, you, but in, at my university, you were also able to just study geophysics. Well, oh, okay. in geoscience, mm. you could, well, in my geoscience class, and you could take one class in geophysics, but then again, as it was a separate major, mm -hmm. it was not really incorporated into geoscience studies but then geoscience is just the overarching term for everything under it like geology itself or mineralogy geochemistry geophysics is part of paleontology you study geoscience but you focus on at one point in your studies you will start focusing on one of these kind of minor minor subjects yeah and for me it was mineralogy and geochemistry wait i'm just gonna get it straight because you know these are really new terms for me i mean min min mm. mineralogist I kind of get mineralogy, yeah. Yeah, mineral. Yeah. Oh, I can't say that word. Mineral, mineral. <laughs> Mineralogy. Mineralogy. Yeah. Mineralogy. Yeah. Mineralogy. It's just you study minerals, and then, mm -hmm. but then for geophysics, is you said something about studying about like disasters and stuff like that. Because oh yeah, because mm -hmm. seismics, like uh, uh, like seismic waves and all of it, how they propagate into. Mm -hmm in earth uh, uh, it's also one part of, of geophysics again it has many subtopics because if that's the case I've, I've definitely also studied that a little bit a little bit Ooh, really how i mean how i mean i study architecture in japan oh, ah, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh i get it i get it yeah it's uh, you know japan is to actually make architecture to make like new buildings in japan one has to know about earthquakes and also yeah. tsunami which is kind of caused by earthquake. Mm. And yeah, mm. so like I did actually, like just like thinking from that, yeah, I actually also did. Mm. Come to think of it, maybe there is a connection too. Because I was always a Japan enthusiast, mm -hmm. which is why I came to Japan. <laughs> maybe that's why I was so interested in earthquakes too. I haven't thought about this. It's just, just an idea just got like maybe. Did you know that recently, like Japan in Kyushu, one of the volcano actually erupted? Uh, I think I saw one mm. headline of that in the German news, but of course it's not like a yeah, it's not big deal here. I don't think it's that big of a deal like in like yeah. Japan too. It it was just like oh yeah, it erupted, <laughs> and then it was like I think the next day oh Mount Aso, two weeks ago. I ah think. yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for Japanese people, it's just it's like, ah, yeah, that again. <laughs> they just go on with life. <laughs> I actually been there like two, two, two years ago in 2019. I actually went there. Oh, oh. Mm. I went there with my cousins, and then we wanted to go really, really like to the top, like you know where you can see like the 
the crater, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it was actually closed off because I think before that, it kind of also like showed signs of exploding or something. Mm-hmm. So they kind of closed it. And then obviously, obviously two years it, later, it, it erupts. Yeah. If it's uh, getting more active, if a volcano gets getting more active, it can be very dangerous because there will be like very toxic fumes too. and Volcanoes. Little, little earthquakes, yeah. La- uh, what, from the... Lava? <laughs> lava, yeah. Lava is when it erupts. When mm-hmm. it's on the surface, mm-hmm. and while it's like subsurface, it is called magma. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, because like when you think about volcano and you think about eruptions, like the only mm-hmm. thing that you think about is just magma or lava. Yeah. What's it again? Because that's what like the movies, the dramas, they that's the only thing they show. Oh, don't get me started on natural disasters movies. <laughs> it's so inaccurate. But I, I, be, I mean, everybody can probably tell mm-hmm. that that is not correct. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. know. Like, wait, wait, tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to know. How to say this? <laughs> in class, any movie that is based on a natural disaster, like these weirdly dramatic movies, mm-hmm. they're always used as a negative example. Because it's like, yeah, in the movies, mm-hmm. they show you that this and this happens and it has blah, blah, blah. But in reality, mm-hmm. it is not like that at all. It's oh. like, like the things they do in the movies are super stupid oh. while... I, I don't know a specific example right now. But <laughs> you can't think of it. It is always used as a negative example. Mm. Yeah. But there isn't I, I it, big isn't lava it lakes or something like, oh, like yeah. big waves or anything. It's like there's no way lava has these physical properties that it would like like move in this way or yeah. Mm. It's just really weird. Like in the end it's like they I mean they they kinda have to make it interesting. Yeah, they make it dramatic and interesting mm. for the viewer, but it kind of is, yeah. I guess it like maybe it'll spark like place. interest, like you know, people like you or people who actually study it, and then be like, "That's that's shit," and you're like, "Call them, yeah, call that shit yeah. out," and then I guess it will spark like conversation, and then people are gonna you know from there, people are gonna learn like what is actually really like. Yeah, you overestimate the power <laughs> of geoscience. It's such a small study and uh, yeah everybody's minding their own business and whenever one of and i also remember that one of the faculty's Mm -hmm. events was that you could watch these kind of movies together (laughs) just for fun because Uh it was so absurd in Uh... a way but it's not like we're gonna like write them to say yeah you did this mistake and all and uh, yeah yeah it's kind of you guys more for entertainment yeah, you guys yeah. just watch again and be like, huh, those people, huh, they don't do, know like, what the huh, shit they're doing. Stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ha, idiot. <laughs> that's, cool. that, yeah. That, that's kind of fun. You know, you guys get, actually get together to just make fun of movies. Yeah. It's, it's sit together to watch a bad movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, but with... But it's, not an, but it's not an official event, of course. Uh, it's just like... It's just... Uh, a side event. Like, you know, it's, together, it's there. Yeah. With your classmates, yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun, like because you people usually some people watch bad movies for the sake of the you know, the bad movies, but you guys took watching bad movies to the next level. You guys watch bad <laughs> movies with knowledge, which is like oh yeah, <laughs> but also to watch a bad movie that is but only weird and bad for us mm. because for everyone else who doesn't have this right. to, to do scientific knowledge behind it is like. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very normal. Yeah. Like, 
I thought this is how magma is supposed to move. Like I thought this is how lava yeah, is yeah. supposed to be. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Your average person wouldn't even like blink an eye on these things. Right. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, another question I I guess I have for you is you said like how is the whole picking because I don't know how like you know mm. like Germans pick like their major like what they want to do in their mm-hmm. lives like you know for Malaysians it, for Malaysians or J- Japanese people Japanese people have to decide like you know one year in advance what course they want what major they want to do and mm-hmm. then they go like they did their final year and then start uh try to apply for university and got in for Malaysians I think that was where you know people started to struggle because I've seen my brother and sister just like struggle for like a year and a half to just know what they want to do oh and so you have to decide very early when you were 18 mm-hmm. yeah ex- uh yeah. yeah in japan you decide before you graduate from high school in malaysia you can decide before but you can also decide after high school because you have like a mm. four months until your at least for my case four months until your results come out and then I think you have like half a year. I didn't go through it, so I don't, I'm not really sure. Half a year to try and choose a major and try to go into, like choose a university or like a diploma or... So what mm. about like Germany? And just like, what about your experience? It doesn't have to be Germany. Like you, know, you don't have to represent everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I think the German system is a bit unique, maybe, or different. Yeah, as you probably know, first of all, in Germany, the tertiary or the, the university, yeah. the tertiary education, it's is free. free. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> you only have to pay like a certain amount of like accounting, mm. not even accounting, but like handling information yeah. fees, something like that, which also includes like a lot of benefits, like mm-hmm. a train ticket. Oh, for yeah, instance. I remember like, Very that. good train ticket for your federal state and all. I know. Very good, very cheap. And it's about three hundred to five hundred euros per semester. Okay, that's so, really really yeah. It nothing. can be no, it's it's yeah, it's not really nothing compared to other countries. But it also depends on on the federal state you're in uh-huh. and the the university is located in, uh-huh. and uh, that kind of obviously plays into how people here in Germany choose their major because in general, you don't choose a university you rather choose a major first of all because you can choose to do you apply for a spot Mm -hmm. for the major i don't know law or myself it was geoscience or medicine Mm -hmm. or architecture you don't you don't just apply to the university and then later decide for a major you just apply specifically for that one course Okay. Uh, so yeah, but because it's free, people are generally rather okay to try things out. I think, mm-hmm. and it's not viewed as bad. Uh... Maybe in other in other countries to change your major. So it's it's rather not it's not carefree, but it's more free spirited. I would say mm. choose a major, and people are more likely to try different things out. And yeah, usually for university in Germany, you do your exams i think early in the year in the first quarter i think and uh-huh. then you get out of school in the second quarter of the year and then in october usually you you your classes start and you usually have to apply for a spot at a university in a class after you did 
your uh, exams. But I think I'm trying to get this straight up because it's been a long right, time. Right, it's been a long time, I, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get this straight. I think application deadlines are pretty much open until summer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like yeah. you have to decide a year before that. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, but I mean, German kids are just like every other kid on the planet. Mm. And most people, when they're 18, they don't know what they want to exactly. do, obviously. Exactly. So most people are just like, yeah, I, I just like us two have been, have been you know, like had this, this dream job mm-hmm. or have been influenced by their parents, what they are doing or like influenced by just minor things like you and I. Yeah. <laughs> like I just watched a nature documentary, so I'm just going to try this out. Mm. But as the German, like how the German system is, it wouldn't have been bad if I decided afterwards. So, mm. And I did, obviously. I, I told you I studied geophysics first, decided it was not for me, nah, and then switched. Mm. But it was very easy. So wait, I'm just going to like kind of retrace the whole thing, what you just said. So mm. when you finish high school, you took like, mm-hmm. do you take like a big exam? Uh, yeah. But so, on different subjects. But yeah. it's mm-hmm. it also it also depends on what your grades your your final grade will not only depend on the exams but also on your performance. Wait, wait, so before. wait that wait so because I mean for us we took like a big exam not for the university mm-hmm. but just to graduate high school. Yeah, yeah, for us too. Ah, okay. But the the grade actually how you get into classes in Germany you have mm-hmm. this thing called numerous clauses, mm-hmm. which depends on it's it's always different but it's it depends on how many people apply for a specific spot in the course yeah and how their grades are for example mm. if there are 200 spots in this class or in this course the best 200 uh, of the applicants will get ah. it and that kind of sets the minimum grade that you have to have mm-hmm. because the worst one of these 200s will have to, will set the minimum grade so you kind of have like <laughs> an idea of what kind of grade you need to get to that class. Yeah, I see. So that big test, you take the grade and then... But then there's still several universities that you can... Wait, yeah. so you apply for this, I guess, major. Let's say, like, let's just mm-hmm. use me as an example. So I want to study uh, architecture and I don't want to go to, like, what? what there's, like, Hofschule? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to uh... go to that. Wait, it's like a practical technical school, right? Yeah. So, like, let's say I don't want to go to technical school. I want to go to university. So, after the big test, and then I'll graduate uh, high school. Mm-hmm. So, I'll just apply, say, I'll just apply. Where do I apply? <laughs> at the university. Oh, at this yeah, university. you want to go to. Ah. Yeah, at the specific university you would like to go to. And in Germany, it's also not like there are any, like, Ivy Leagues. Yeah, yeah. Or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some very good universities, but it rather depends on what major you choose because some universities are very uh, yeah, good yeah. at certain like, kind of things like at my hometown mm-hmm. it's very famous for its medical mm-hmm. uh, faculty but where I studied uh, it was very famous for theology actually and biology was also very big and chemistry too so it kind of depends yeah where you want to choose you don't choose that one university that is mm. so good but rather the major that fits the best uh so you choose like the i guess you know i mean i've been in like academia i know like the best universe like the best major means like the a, a good professor is there and they have a lot of yeah. like really good research based on around like mm-hmm. the major so like that's mm-hmm. why people just say that they're, they're the best 
Yeah. Right. So you choose a university and try to apply for. Do can you choose like different universities? Like a few. Yeah, you can choose. You can apply to any university you like. Oh, okay. The only thing that's gonna stop you is probably your grade. <laughs> very real very yeah. real yes yes you can apply to anything but uh, i said the number of clauses is will kind of determine if you can get into it or not so but it also depends so you choose like university and then you try to get it like apply you get in and you get in and the next summer you're an off- officially a university student yeah uh, yeah it's yeah you usually have like three months off since you oh. you finished all your exams earlier than other students at school too. Mm-hmm. So you can just like enjoy your life. I, I, I'm very envious of people who had like a, a resting period. I never had one. Yeah, it's really good. After my big exam in Malaysia, which is in December, mm-hmm. I immediately went and studied Japanese in Malaysia for four months, which was supposed to be my holiday, like, you know, a resting period pe- period for me. I immediately went and studied Japanese and then came to Japan immediately after I got my uh, results from my, like, the big test and then mm-hmm. just have been just doing it. Like, I've never t- taken any, like, off ever mm. like yeah university but, masters and now i'm just working like yeah mm. but i mean i guess compared to a lot of asian countries education in germany is more Chill. relaxed <laughs> yeah yeah we don't have school all day and after that I have so much homework to do we uh... don't have extra extra school to prepare us for our big exams. <laughs> the exams, your final exams uh-huh. are not as big because they don't determine your grade. Mm. Like only 50%, only 50%, uh. I would say. So, and you don't study like a whole year for it. And it's not like this will decide on your life. But <laughs> it's really, from a German standpoint of view, mm. I'm really glad I didn't grow up in, in an Asian country <laughs> in, in terms of like, in, in regard to education because uh, it seems so stressful for children. Yeah. Like now thinking back for me, uh, was it stressful? I mean, I've never known anything else. So for me yeah. at that time, I was probably like, you know, it's like you never know the good. So you just, and this is like the only thing you know. So it's like, yeah, it's like, mm. oh, it's okay. It's kind of okay. So since this episode is kind of getting too long, I'm just going to cut it here. And once again, thank you for listening to Rob Madness. This is your host, Tom, and bye-bye.